48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. Tonight's headlines. Carrie Lam vows to learn from the experience of the fifth wave and stresses that opening the mainland border is the priority. COVID infections in the SAR fall slightly, but there's another imported case involving a new sub-variant. And two men are arrested on suspicion of making calls online for attacks on senior officials. The Chief Executive Carrie Lam says the government has learned from what she's described as the painful experience of the deaths of over 9,000 people in the fifth wave of COVID-19. But in an article published today, she indicated there will be little change in her handling of the pandemic moving ahead. Mike Weeks has the details. The chief executive said authorities have prioritised support and strength and protection for the elderly, given that over 90% of the thousands of Hong Kong people who've died since mid-February were aged 65 or older. She also said the three-day voluntary self-test exercise earlier this month had largely achieved its objectives and had met a favourable response from the public. But Mrs Lam said her general COVID strategy will remain unchanged. She said Hong Kong will continue to guard against the importation of the coronavirus and avoid a resurgence of local infections as it prepares to reopen its border with the mainland. She wrote that maintaining this COVID strategy can achieve, in her words, the greatest anti-epidemic effect at the smallest cost, while minimising the impact of the virus on Hong Kong's social and economic development. Mrs Lam said that with the support of the central authorities, her administration will continue to push for an orderly return to normality while reinvigorating Hong Kong's role as a bridge between the mainland and the rest of the world. Hong Kong has reported a drop in new COVID-19 cases. As Frank Young tells us, the city also recorded its second Omicron BA5 infection. Hong Kong's daily caseload dropped to 413 from 430 the day before. Of the latest infections, 24 were imported. Health officials say another five COVID patients have died. They also reported that a 40-year-old man who arrived here last Saturday from South Africa via Doha was found to be carrying the Omicron BA5 variant, the second such case reported in the city. Dr. Chuang Shokwan from the Center for Health Protection said the man tested positive upon arrival and was sent to an isolation facility. On the death of actor Kenneth Zhang, officials said he had tested negative for COVID. Dr. Chuang also said the actor had not sought medical help from health authorities. As far as I understand, uh, we have not received call from the um, person under quarantine. For those who have special needs under quarantine, they can apply to have family members to accompany them during the quarantine period and to take care of them. The veteran actor was found dead in a quarantine hotel in Chim Sa Choi after flying in from Singapore. Police say they've arrested two men on suspicion of posting online messages inciting others to assault top government officials. Officers didn't say who the posts were targeting, citing the ongoing investigation. One of the suspects, age 61, is also suspected of encouraging others to spread the coronavirus. They were picked up in Man Shan and on Lama Island yesterday. Chief Inspector Tai Ban from the Cybersecurity and Technology Crime Bureau said such behaviour was very irresponsible, adding that if people had acted on the alleged calls for violence, it would have led to serious disruption to public order.
We, the police, absolutely respect freedom of speech. However, such freedom is not absolute. We have to respect the law at the same time. West Kowloon Court has adjourned a national security case involving 47 opposition figures until early June. They're accused of a conspiracy to commit subversion for organising or taking part in an unofficial LegCo primary in July 2020. Principal Magistrate Peter Law set the 1st and 2nd of June as the next return dates for the case. Most of the accused have been remanded in custody since February last year. The weather, mainly fine, coastal mist tomorrow morning. The minimum temperature about 27 degrees. Very hot during the day with a maximum temperature of around 33 degrees in the urban areas. A couple of degrees warmer in the new territories. Light to moderate east-southeasterly winds. And they will remain mainly fine and hot on Saturday. Temperature at the observatory now 27 degrees. Humidity 86%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is 5 minutes past 11. Two people were injured in a number three alarm fire that swept through a construction site in Chunwan this morning. It broke out at a two-storey modular block inside the site under the Hoycock Street elevated bypass and raged for more than four hours before it was put out. Two staff of the drainage services department, which manages the site, suffered bone fractures after apparently falling while trying to escape. One of them is in a critical condition. This man says he saw a lot of smoke as he headed into work at a nearby car park. I only realised it was a fire after I arrived. The fire went through the bypass. I could see it through the trees. I was worried that the fire would reach our car park, but luckily the fire engines came quickly. The fire service kept the fire in control with the hoses. LegCo has approved a temporary ban on landlords evicting or suing businesses that fell behind on rent during the latest Covid outbreak. The three-month moratorium was first announced in February's budget. But Louis Leung, who represents the real estate sector, says the policy is not fair to landlords. He spoke through an interpreter. I'm against using legislative means to intervene into private contracts. Even if it's temporary measure in extraordinary times, it would inevitably undermine Hong Kong's reputation as an international financial centre. The administration has not come up with any support measures. Tenants will just be delaying the payment of rent and then when the protection period is over, tenants may not be able to afford to repay the rent and then the landlords will have to spare all the loss. Air Canada has been banned from operating flights on its route from Vancouver after three passengers tested positive for COVID. The suspension will take effect for a week starting tomorrow. The Hong Kong Monetary Authority says it expects it may have to intervene more frequently to keep the local dollar from breaching the weekend of its narrow trading band with the greenback as the US Federal Reserve hikes its benchmark interest rate. Joanne Wong has details. Under the linked exchange rate system with the U.S. dollar, the monetary authority will buy or sell the local currency to keep it steady if it breaches either side of the trading range. A deputy chief executive of the authority, Edmund Lau, said he believes the Fed may raise rates more aggressively and at a faster pace compared with its rate rises between 2016 and 2018. He said smaller stock trading volumes and fundraising activities due to weaker market sentiment will also also lead to lower demand for the Hong Kong dollar. 
The Ombudsman's Office has called on the administration to be more transparent about how recycling bins are used and what happens to the trash we put into them. The government watchdog made the call after an investigation amid claims that contractors simply threw away some recyclables put into the bins. The office says authorities are now monitoring contractors more closely, but officials should step up their efforts to build public confidence. Greenpeace campaigner Leanne Tam says that the administration should first look into why more recyclables are not being put into the bins. I think EPD have to do an overview on all the recycling they allocate to those areas and to calculate how the effectiveness of those things. Is it too many or is it is the signage problem? So I do think that they have to spend time to review the location and also the uses for those recycling bins. More public spaces have been closed in Beijing, while checks have been stepped up at others, as most of the capital's 22 million residents embark on a mass testing for COVID-19, aimed at averting a Shanghai-like lockdown. In China's commercial capital, the number of infections has fallen for a fifth straight day to around 10,000. Jimmy Choi reports. Since Beijing launched mass testing this week, health authorities have locked down a number of residential compounds and a university after infections were found. Some schools, entertainment venues and tourist sites have also been shut down. Universal Studios announced it will require visitors to show negative test results before they can enter its Beijing theme park from tomorrow. COVID infections have been found across the capital, among the nearly 20 million samples so far taken, but numbers remain small. The city reported 15 new local cases today, up from 34 the day before. It has found over 160 infections in the past five days, and although that's a low number, Beijing remains on edge. Pang Xinghua, Deputy Director of Beijing Center for Disease Prevention and Control, said infection control work is at a critical stage. She said with many restaurant staff coming down with the virus, eateries should step up infection control measures, including leaving more space between tables and checking the temperatures of customers. She said all restaurants in districts subject to infection control restrictions should halt dine-in services. Over in Shanghai, where the outbreak began at the start of last month, new infections remained under 100 a day for the first 10 days, before doubling and then surging into the thousands by the end of March, prompting a citywide lockdown and upending the lives of its 25 million residents. New infections in the city dropped by another 20% today, to just over 10,600, more than 9,300 of them asymptomatic. Vice Premier Sun Chen Lan, who's in Shanghai, said its virus situation is gradually improving, with more districts achieving community zero infections. But she said the city should continue to step up infection control efforts in all districts and suburban villages by targeting elderly homes, businesses and construction sites. She also called for more to be done to boost the supply of isolation facilities. In Taiwan, the daily number of confirmed domestic COVID-19 cases has topped 10,000 for the first time. The island reported 11,353 new local cases today and two more deaths. Health officials expect infections to keep rising, at least for the time being. Overseas, the Secretary-General of the United Nations, Antonio Guterres, has denounced war in the 21st century as an absurdity on visits to towns northwest of the Ukrainian capital, Kyiv, that suffered badly during Russia's recent offensive there.
In Bucha, at the site of a mass grave, he called on Russia to cooperate with the International Criminal Court in investigations into alleged atrocities. When we see this uh, horrendous site, it uh, makes me feel how important it is a thorough investigation and accountability. I fully support the International Criminal Court and I appeal to the Russian Federation to accept to cooperate with the International Criminal Court. Parliament in Germany has overwhelmingly approved a motion backing the supply of heavy weapons to Ukraine. Earlier this week, the government moved to approve a delivery of anti-aircraft tanks, marking a significant change in stance. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov said arming Ukraine served only to make the situation worse. The tendency to pump weapons, including heavy weapons, into Ukraine and other countries is an action that threatens the security of the continent and provokes instability. Sport now. Liverpool remain on course for an unprecedented quadruple thanks to a 2-0 win over Villarreal in the first leg of the Champions League semi-finals. An own goal by the visitors and a simple finish by Sadio Mane gave Jurgen Klopp's side the advantage heading into next week's return leg. Nothing happened yet. That's how it is. For me, it's the best example. You play a game and it's 2-0 at half-time. You have to be completely on alert. You have to be 100% um, in the right mood. You have to play the second half like you play the first half. There's nothing to defend. If you do that, you get immediately all the advantages you might have had before away. The Milwaukee Bucks and the Golden State Warriors are the latest teams to make it to the second round of the NBA playoffs. The Bucks, who are the defending champions, closed out the Chicago Bulls in five games. Giannis Antetokounmpo had 33 points in a 106-100 win in Game 5, setting up a second round clash against the Boston Celtics. You know, we've got to do it as a team. You know, there's no, it's not the one-man show or two-man show, whatever it might be. We've got to do it as a team. I think we did it in game three, we did it in game four, we did it in game five. Now we're going to a different series, playing a different team, a very, very good team, and hopefully we can do it again. In the Western Conference, Steph Curry returned to the Warriors' starting lineup and hit 30 points, and Golden State beat the Denver Nuggets 102-98 to take the series 4-1. The Warriors next face the Memphis Grizzlies or the Minnesota Timberwolves. And the final four is set in Snooker's World Championship and it's dominated by veterans with a total of 14 titles among them. Six-time champ Ronnie O'Sullivan takes on John Higgins. The four-time winner beat Jack Lizaski in the final frame decider in the quarterfinals, while O'Sullivan, known as the Rocket, made quick work of Stephen Maguire. In the other semi-final, it'll be three-time winner Mark Williams versus 2019 champion Judd Trump. A reminder of our top stories tonight. Carrie Lamb vows to learn from the experience of the fifth wave and stresses that opening the mainland border is a priority. Covid infections in the SAR fall slightly, but there's another imported case involving a new sub-variant, and two men are arrested on suspicion of making calls online for attacks on officials. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 it was with three other country musicians quite a few years ago. We were barnstorming the country, trying to make a little dough. We made all the chili joints, eating hot dogs and stews. And at nighttime, three deep in a four-bit bed, all singing the hard-time blues, hoping someday we'd record a hit and things would be sweet. 
Then we'd settle down on that place you call Easy Street. It so happened on one July the 6th, we recorded a little ditty. It was something like this. The other night, dear, as I lay sleeping, I dreamed I held you in my arms when I sunshine won't cure so when you're down and you're feeling kind of low just step right out in its golden glow try not to worry and no devil whine yes some of good friends and neighbors all you got to do is just take a little bit just a spoonful the good old tiny sunshine one more time I'll always love you and make If you will only say the same But if you leave me to love another You'll regret it all someday You are my sunshine Sunshine away. That's uh, James Houston Davis, a singer. He was also in a few movies as well as the governor of Louisiana, not once but twice. And the song, one of the songs that he wrote at least. You are my sunshine. Into our second hour this Thursday night, Radio Peter Gmail, if you'd like a song for a little bit later on. I was lost. 